Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Talk Purpose and Truth. It's Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. <laughs> summer summer is over and fall is coming or entered. We It doesn't feel like fall here, but no. for some people, I'm sure it does. <laughs> it still feels like summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, but speaking of that, we we realize that a lot we do have a lot of celebrities and you know pop culture and different things that we have a variety of different experts and people on and a lot of mental health and intuitives and consciousness, but we don't have that many that are more lighthearted and out there and, and kind of more about pop culture mm-hmm. and kind of like what you would see on Bravo or e-entertainment, access Hollywood, that kind of thing. And so we thought let's do a more lighthearted episode where Eden and I talk about some of the stuff that we like to do because we don't like to stay always in a high vibration state to the point where you start to lose touch with reality. If you do that, you have to also stay grounded. And so we stay grounded by sometimes besides doing things in nature and (laughs) groundedness things, we watch reality shows or keep track of pop culture things going on in the world. And we, we tend to disagree on some of the things going on. And sometimes we'll be texting about a really deep thing during the day. And then at night we're arguing over who the bachelor should have picked. Yeah. And And so, And do you remember, I think the reason we came, we came up with the idea to talk about this on the show is because going back to the bachelor, we were going back and forth by text (laughs) one night, like a couple of weeks ago. And we were kind of, I mean, we don't really need to argue about it, but we were kind of like, no, this is, this is what I feel. And you were like, no, I don't agree with that. I feel like this. And, and so Uh the way we were talking, I was like, this would be a really fun episode. So (laughs) that's what we're doing. Yeah. And I, I just crack up because I'll literally go from like right now I have a, a book club group that I do online with some people on this book called oneness by Rasha. That's like a really deep channeled book. And we go into really deep study and I, I get channeled messages and then I'll be so full because all day I worked and did that. And then I'll go watch Bachelor in Paradise. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't have to think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to do that. And I think it's interesting. Like just even though some of it is contrived, a lot of it, it's yeah. interesting just to see human behavior mm-hmm. and how people react. And even to me, even if it is some of it's contrived, they chose to go on the show, you know? True. Yeah. Just for yeah. the wrong reasons sometimes. Well, we've had that. Like I, I got, I've done a lot of acting stuff in the past and then yeah. I wasn't doing any acting. Well, I was, I, I co-hosted a show for a while, like an actual show, but I, I wasn't doing really anything with acting. And all of a sudden I got asked, maybe I lose track of time, but I think it was like, did I know you then when that happened? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So it had to be like eight years ago. Um, well, I knew you, but we didn't work together, Yeah, but 
um, I think it was like eight years ago, they asked me to be on one of the housewives on Real Housewives of OC. Mm -hmm. And I was like shocked, like, really? I'm not drama. I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I'm, I'm a fit. <laughs> and they're like, well, just think about it. And so I did a pros and cons list just because I thought, well, that is interesting, but I, I'm not really feeling it. And I, I was talking it over and I ended up deciding, you know, it's not a fit for me, but I would be a life coach on the show if you need a life coach, et cetera. And I'm glad I didn't do it just because I feel like no, nothing against anyone who does it, but I just feel like for me, I would have been pulled into drama that might be fake. They might've made up something. Let's, let's say I go have a meeting with a guy, friend or client. They might say, you know, Kim is having an affair with, you know, they come up with the weirdest stuff just because you're on the show. And I didn't want any of that to happen and to expose my family to stuff yeah. like that. So that was really my main reason. Besides, I don't know if I, I don't like drama. I don't like causing any type of arguments or being in them. And so I'm very Libra. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that was my thing with that. And Eden, I know you had something, you were a guest on something, right? Yeah. Um, I was asked to be on a show called Dead Files, probably... I don't know, at least five years ago. Um, and I did it. Um, and I was so dumb, you know, like kind of naive with all that stuff. And I was just excited to be on it. And they hired me to be, uh, to do a reading on the show for someone they were featuring. And I had to sign a, a release so that, and I didn't really read it, of course, but it, basically it was just that they could do whatever they want with my likeness and my, anything that I say. Um, so when it finally aired, um, they changed a lot of what I said in there. Um, so they kind of like, they dubbed words. Uh. Yeah. So, and it, it just completely changed what happened in the reading. Um, and what did happen, what actually happened was really great. And it was like a, a um, kind of a breakthrough for the, the woman I was doing the reading for. They didn't show any of that. And they just made it look like I said something completely different. Um, and it made me laugh. <laughs> so, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Did you get any feedback from it? Like anything negative out of it? No, um, not. It wasn't too... I don't think so. No, I don't think I, um, you know what? We're, we're getting raw and real. So what did that just say? Our producer just sent a text oh, it's or a message. Volume. He talked about my volume. I'm talking a little, now I'm talking. Hopefully that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> this Hopefully. is raw and real. Oh, he says it's you, Eden. Oh, it's me. So Talk I need louder. to be, I need to be louder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's better. All right, we'll just leave that right on. Okay. He okay. said right on. Okay. So, okay. um, so yeah, I think, and you know what that reminds me of? My dad years and years ago, but it's crazy that this could happen, and and we all need to be careful of this. My dad was the president of the union when he was a mailman. He was the president of the whole letter carriers union years ago, uh -huh. years and years ago. Now he does real estate. And he got interviewed. It was a big issue going on and people were on strike and all this stuff was happening. And he gets interviewed on the news, on the actual news and was against an issue. And he's like, no, we need to stop doing this. And da, 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 da. And they twisted his words around to make it like he was going for the other side. Oh my gosh. And people go against him. And he's yeah. like, I didn't say that. And it was like, I remember just being a kid, like, 
all this crazy. He was so upset and stressed out all from one news interview. That's so terrible. I, think I, know, I think they're stricter about that now. Well, you know what? It's interesting that just as we speak, Taylor is doing a um, an essay for her English college English class, and it's about um, uh, fake news. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so we were looking it up. We were looking up, okay, who, uh, trying to find a fake news article that she could write about. And there's so many. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to me too. Like I've been interviewed for different things and it's only happened to me like once or twice, yeah. but, but where they answered my questions in the writing, totally different than what I answered. And I'm like, what? That doesn't yeah. even make sense. I would never say that. So yeah, it's hard. You, you, it's hard to know. You have to just be careful. Yeah. Use your intuition. So I don't know, before we go into our pop culture stuff, okay. I, it made me think of celebrities and, you know, now it's like reality stars are celebrities and celebrities are celebrities. There's all different levels, depending on who you are and what age you are and things like that. And I remember it's funny because now my daughters are like, you're so lucky, mom. You've met so many people because I, I just where I grew up and, and going out a lot and yeah. doing acting and stuff like that. Like I ended up always running into people or meeting people. Yeah. And um, I remember one of the best ones because there's so many that are I think that they're either get really full of themselves with their ego and they don't work on themselves. So they're just living in ego yeah. or, um, and they just don't know any different or they think that's the way they're supposed to be. I think that's a lot of the time what it is, you know, mm -hmm. especially with like a lot of the reality star women, they, they feel like they need to fit a certain stereotype and they're like, this is what life is supposed to be. So I'm going to be this perfect version. I'm going to appear that way. Yeah. But there's also celebrities that are really down to earth, no matter what. And one of them that I always remember, I was pretty young and it was really crazy because it was back when that movie twins came out with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And in the same day, Arnold Schwarzenegger almost hit, I was on a studio and doing some show and Arnold Schwarzenegger almost hit me in his Hummer and he stopped and he goes, sorry. And then later that day, and I was like 19 and later that day, I'm walking around this studio, uh, Culver studios and Danny DeVito is there and we're in the same area as him. And he just starts talking to me in this grill and he's like, Hey, what are you guys working on? And, you know, and he's so nice. And he goes, you know what? I have a few minutes. Come with me. I'm going to show you my, my workspace. And it was back before cell phones. And so we go in and it was like out of a movie. There was a life-size statue of the penguin from the Batman movies. And there was all these pictures of movies he's been in. And he showed us around and said, hey, here's my secretary. You, she'll handle it. You know, give her your headshots in case I ever hire you for something, which he never did. But it was <laughs> so funny because I still have this vision. And it was like you would think in a cartoon, the secretary was one secretary and she had like 10 phones and she's like, please hold, please hold. Okay. Hello. Da, 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 da. And it, cause it was before any of the technology would like call yeah. wait or anything. Like so there was just 10 phones and it was so, and she's all frazzled. And, um, and so anyway, it just, he was so kind and nice. And I've met a lot of good ones like that. And mm -hmm. a lot of ones that aren't so good, but, uh, I, I always remember him as being so sweet. Yeah. That's a fun story. He's a really big, big, iconic one, too. Yeah. Um, I My favorite encounter 
I, and I have had many as well, um, was when we were on my family and I, when I was a kid, well, I was like a teenager. Um, we were on Rodeo drive walking down the street and, and we ran into Lionel Richie and Uh that was around the time I started really liking his music. And, um, we, my dad had a connection with his, uh, agency and, uh, they used to invite him to, to parties and things like that. And anyways, um, so he knew he, he had a connection to Lionel, but, and so because of that, he would, t- we would get tickets to like front row seats to his concerts. Nice. So, so I was exposed to him at a young age and I, to this day, he's my favorite. And, um, anyway, so it was a big thrill to be able to see him and talk to him in person. And he was just so down to earth, like a normal guy. He was uh-huh. uh, walking his little poodle and, uh, we just stopped and chatted and, and it was just like, whoa, that was just like such a great moment. <laughs> That's so good. And it's yeah. so thing- they're like so thankful that he was nice. Cause yeah. it's like it crushes a kid if their hero yeah. Yeah, isn't, true. you know, isn't kind or isn't yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was yelled at once in a movie theater. I think was it um AMC in I want to say like somewhere like Beverly Hills or Century City, I think. And um I saw Richard Dreyfus. Oh, okay. In in the theater, we were, but we were like outside, like buying popcorn or something. And I went up to him and he yelled at me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that it was like around the time that movie always came out Uh that he was in. Yeah. And he was big then. And yeah, um, you always, you always remember the the good ones and the bad ones. Yeah. 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 You know, it's funny because Edwin, loves all the you know rock guys and the heavy metal guys and I joke with him I'm like you're so lucky you're with me because I always hook you up to meeting your your guys that you love and so I've been able to get him like to meet like Tommy Lee and um, Vince Neil like a bunch of the guys from Molly Crew and a lot of other people and all of them were great like I mean Vince Neil was so awesome that he's like bring him up here yeah let's hang out and he told me I was hot I was like thanks and it was just like cool and then I remember seeing David Lee Roth from Van Halen. Yeah. And you hear mixed things about him. And he was such a jerk. Like he, mm. I just was nice. And I was like, excuse me, do you mind if I bring my husband over here for a minute to meet you? Mm. And he's like, not now, babe, I'm in a meeting. Like totally like with this hand motion, like, like waving me off. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like what, a, the way he did it was so opposite of gracious, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Ugh. Like, oh, that reminds me. My other favorite. I can't believe I forgot this one. Um, I was at Dantana's in West Hollywood restaurant and um, Drew Barrymore walked in. And again, she was another one. I feel like I manifested some of these people because <laughs> I love her. And I love her, too. Yeah. And and we um, ended up talking to her at her booth for 20 minutes she was sitting there by herself and she was reading she was telling us she was reading old letters from her mom that she just discovered in a box or something and she was just reading through these old letters at the restaurant and and she was like like my best friend by the end of the 20 minutes oh, <laughs> so but she, she was so open and grounded and real yeah which is which is how everyone should be but they're not all the time which 
now I see it differently. Like I just see it as, oh, well, that's sad. They haven't, you know, either they're going through something or they haven't done work on themselves or, you know, if they are living in ego, that's actually not the most free way to live. So they're probably having a lot of problems in their life, you know, so there's, you know, you see different sides of it, the more aware you become. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, speaking of aware, I think we're going to become kind of more low vibration right now. (laughs) We're going to go to our egos now and we're going to have a cat fight. Oh my God. Well, um, we'll just kind of see what we'll think of some things going on in pop culture and we'll see what, what I know that we sometimes tend to disagree, which we we actually agree on quite abundant most things, but once in a while, we don't, but usually we handle it very quickly and we're both evolved. So we compromise, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so this will be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it all started, it all started with now a bachelor in paradise is airing, but the bachelorette was on, um, the one with two people. Um, what's her name? Gabby um, and Rachel Gabby and Rachel mm-hmm. that was on recently, like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so Rachel was with a guy named Tino Mm -hmm. and chose him and then a bunch of drama went down and we were talking about how it was handled and to me so Eden explain what happened so then because I didn't watch as as you like give a little scoop on it and then then I can go into what I thought and then what you thought okay um so you know if for anyone who doesn't watch The Bachelor I'll just kind of give a quick synopsis so basically when they pick the the last person they get engaged and um it doesn't air for a while so they have like a three-month span where before it airs and and if they want to see each other they have to do it privately so that we don't see it um because we don't they don't want us to know who they picked um so when they were off when the show was done um being filmed they, this couple, Rachel and Tino, ended up having um, like a falling out where she found out that he kissed another girl. Um, and of course, there was a lot more to it, but they ended up breaking up and it, it was all done on film. Like they, they, were, they filmed their conversations breaking up and then they aired right. it. Right. Um, and a side note to this, um, Tino's father uh, was known on the show as like an ass because he he was not nice to Rachel when they did like the hometown visit thing. Yeah, they had the um, they show where the family lives and it happened to be where I live in the same small town of Castaic in Santa Clarita. And um, I paid a lot more attention to see who these people were because a lot of us know each other out here and sure enough we knew who this family was and um he was known it's it's going to be funny for people who watch the show they (laughs) they saw that that he was not well liked at all the fans didn't like him he had a lot of twitter stuff that went back and forth and he was just like he was reacting like he responding to people saying making comments about him or his family and so he was just like all in it and um he hated he the whole concept of the show and he wasn't again he wasn't nice to Rachel so um it's he's really that way in real life too because (laughs) in our experience he was not a nice person 
Sure. So that was a whole funny thing yeah. that happened. Well, and I remember hearing Tino on one of the shows, he, he didn't even really catch himself. And he goes, oh, I think my dad will like you. But, you know, he didn't say anything about you because all we ever talk about is sports. And I was yeah. thinking, that's all you talk about with your dad? How sad. I know. That is. Yeah. But it didn't surprise me knowing who he is. So anyways, um, they ended up uh, having it out on their last episode of the show when they broke up. Um, and Kim and I went, were kind of like back and forth because I was thinking that I thought that Rachel was not being fair to him. She just kept accusing him of, of what he, what, of, of cheating. And he was trying very hard to explain himself, but she kept cutting him off and not letting him do so. And I didn't, I never thought he did, what he did was okay or, or right. I wasn't trying to condone the behavior, but I was just thinking he, he really needed to be heard and she was just shutting him down. I didn't think that part was fair and you didn't agree. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, my opinion wasn't as fair because I didn't see as many that, that series. Usually I watch every bachelor and bachelorette, but that one was boring to me kind of. And yeah. And I don't know, Rachel seems a little bit fake to me. I liked Gabby more. Yeah. And, but I still, just my observing of Tino's way of talking to her and what I was telling Eden and how we disagreed was that I feel like he, maybe they edited it, but he just seemed like he, he reminded me of my ex-boyfriend who was a compulsive liar and somewhat of a narcissist and just would try to, make up something and then backtrack. And then, oh, I have to step out because he's panicking. He kept stepping out of the room and freaking out. And he was like panicking because his story kept not being straight. And then he kept kind of bringing up weird things that didn't make any sense. And she's like, I didn't even say that. So to me, I think she was just getting really frustrated and not putting up with his crap. So that's why I feel like she kept standing up for herself. Like to me, that was my, and his body language to me was like, he was lying. So, yeah, I just saw it so differently. We don't have to go into this, but yeah, I just thought I felt sorry for him. I always feel sorry for the, the, the people who are, you know, even though they did something wrong, like, like that, they, they deserve to have at least their say. That's what I think, but we don't know. We're just going off of what they showed us, but I know mm -hmm. they had conversation that we didn't get to see. Um, but yeah, I just think that she was too quick to like, to blame everything on him and it made him get flustered. And that's why he had to leave the room. It's so funny. We have that all different perspectives, but I think what we all are known to do is we project our Based own past experiences. Yes. Our past experiences onto the situation. So, but I, I am generally very open-minded so I I look at it from all and I did look at it like that but I just was looking at his to me I was looking at his eye movement his body language all of his mannerisms and his nonverbal communication and I felt like it was pointing towards lying so yeah. that was where more of where I was coming from from what it looked like to me yes and you I think are right on that but I think he still was owed um a fair shot at at like just explaining himself being heard and she just didn't let him do that. I just, I don't know. I just didn't like her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, okay. 
So um, my, see, this is raw and real. My 10 year old is downstairs and she keeps texting me because her friend stopped by. Okay. This is what we go through while we're (laughs) recording. (laughs) Um, But speaking of, speaking of not being able to see the whole picture that happened recently on Housewives at Beverly Hills and with some really big names Uh and a lot of people probably have heard of it if they didn't see the episode because it's on all it's the, yeah. yeah, it's on all the, the news outlets, but Kathy Hilton had something occur, but it wasn't aired. And I do feel like maybe it wasn't aired because she made some way where it wouldn't be aired. Like she kind of put her power in there yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. otherwise I think on that show, they would have aired it, Yeah. but all of it wasn't aired, just some of it. And then there was a conflict where she got upset and had a big blow up and Lisa Rinna was in the same room with her. And supposedly Kathy ended up just blowing up and getting really upset and saying some terrible things about her sister and about some of the people in the room were stupid and just that they're dumb and they're useless to the show type of stuff. And um, stuff about her own sister that was yeah. very harsh and terrible. Yeah, and her sister's it, on the show for those who don't Kyle, know. Yeah. Kyle Richards, yes. Yeah. So, um, and Kathy Hilton is the one that is Paris Hilton's mom and owns the Hilton Hotels with her husband. And um, Kyle Richards and Kim Richards are her sisters. And so it's been controversial because now they're kind of dealing with what happened. Why did Kathy do that? And Kathy's been trying to apologize and saying she's wrong. Um, but they are kind of freaking out because it was such harsh words that she said that it's more about understanding why would she say something that harsh? You know, so you say things when you don't, that you don't mean when you're upset, but she said yeah. things beyond that, yeah. like really bad things. And yeah. so, um, what we were discussing about it is that Lisa Renna and her sister Kyle came into the room and talked to Kathy about it. And Lisa got really harsh with Kathy and said, you have a black heart and you know, you need therapy. And um, Kyle was like, please don't get like this. You guys, you know, I don't want it to become this big of a conflict. And so who was right, you know, Kathy or Lisa or neither. So I, I feel Lisa went a little too far. Like maybe she shouldn't have said such harsh things to Kathy, but we don't know what Lisa heard exactly and how Lisa felt in that moment. And maybe that was Lisa's way of airing it out with Kathy and Kathy maybe should have taken a little more accountability or figured out why she would go so dark about her own friends and family. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. So there's a lot of dynamics. Cause I think that Lisa knowing who, how we know her from all the seasons on the show, she has her own history of acting out um, and coming back and apologizing and wanting people to like her, you know, all of that same position that Kathy's in now. She never I took it to that point. You mm-hmm. know, did never get as bad as what Kathy supposedly did. But um, so I think that she at least again, just like Tino owes Kathy just the, the space to, um, you know, to offer her apologies and to share you know, where she knows she went wrong, made a mistake. And Kathy said all the right things. She did. There was a really great apology. Um, but Lisa took it to a place where um, I think it was not her business at that point to a place where she was telling her she needs to go get therapy. And, and, and I'm like, you know, how of all people 
to call someone out. You know, she has her own experience with being a bad girl on the show. So how does she get to say that? That's one thing that I thought. Um, but mm-hmm. another thing is that, you know, they have they're, a lot of the reality shows. If people want to stay on the show, they have to be relevant every season. And I think that Lisa didn't have an, a lot of, um, I don't know, uh, storyline. So she had to like kind of react in a big way on this so mm-hmm. that she would, she would have more of a story. So well, they to create drama. Yes. They do. Yeah. yeah. And there, the, there's that as well. But um, so I just think that she, she needed to make sure that she, was in the drama, in the middle of the drama. So I think there's so many different parts um, that you have to take into account. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know on those shows. I mean, it's our decision to watch them. But, you know, remember Susie, Susanna Sprague, who came on our show, who was married to Corey Feldman. When she was on The Two Corys, she talked about how she literally was crying for real during a scene. And they go, wait, cut. I, you need to start over and cry harder. And yeah. she's like, okay, but I'm not like even crying anymore. And they're like, too bad. You got to redo it. Cry yeah. harder. Yeah. And so like, it's half, you know, partly fake. Yeah. Well, At she, least she said, I remember her words. She said that it's very produced. Produced. It's yeah. not, it's not scripted, but it's very produced. Right. And some of them, you can tell when the ones that are and aren't, authentic as much you know because some of them become so overproduced that it's you can't hardly watch it yeah 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 so i don't know but that day the day after that uh, aired it's all over social media about how people are uh not liking what lisa did and and feeling sorry for kathy so she ended up be- being the one kathy after pulling all that saying things about everyone. Now it looks like on the um, previews too, that, that her sister, that Kyle is now on Kathy's side. And mm-hmm. so she forgave her. Cause that's another thing that people do in relationships, right? They will just say, you know what? The water under the bridge, sweep it under the rug because I don't want to have conflict. Right. Yeah. And, and they've had a lot in their past. Mm-hmm. And I think Lisa was doing the opposite. Oh, you guys have to talk about it. Yeah, Kyle is worn out from all of the times they've ever been in falling outs and it causes her extreme anxiety. So it's easier for her just to go, she didn't mean it. It was all misconstrued, let it go. And yeah. even though really, I, I, in my opinion, and I have no, it's no like basis of knowing, but like if it was someone that I was talking to, like a friend or a client, I would say you and your sister go to a therapy session together just to see what comes up because- Maybe there's something that needs to be healed between them still for her to be saying stuff like that, even if she was drunk or whatever, you know? Yeah, and Lisa, if she was coming from a more caring, empathetic, like mindful place, um, compassionate place, then it would have come off a lot nicer, but she was very forceful and Mm -hmm. it just came off like not right, not nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad that we didn't see what happened because we don't know what Lisa experienced. You know, we don't know how harsh Kathy was being yeah. and if it was very scary. So maybe Lisa's still traumatized from that. Oh yeah, that could be that. <laughs> so, all right. Well, what else? What else? Uh, what about, about culture? What'd you say? 
I said, what's in pop culture today? Oh, so, you know, my, one of my favorite dudes, I'm Levine. Oh, yeah. Disappointing some, all of us. It's there's some stuff online about him and um, talking about how he cheated with an influencer, but he came out saying it was inappropriate texts and he's sorry. And that wasn't right. And that was all it was though. Um, but then there's a lot of, they're, they're kind of funny TikTok memes and different things that have come out that are making fun of some of his lyrics because it, it, it seems like it talks about him cheating, you know, even though those are just song lyrics oh. and that they found, I don't know if you know this, but who knows what's true, but the girl that claimed it to begin with the, the influencer who's only like 23, she, they scrolled back and found a, a video she posted of the song, beautiful mistakes of her dancing around the time that was supposedly that they were getting together. Uh, and so, and no one was supposed to know back then. And so who knows, but, um, you know, maybe he messed up, maybe he didn't, but at least I think he's handling it the right way. He's not making too much of it. He, he came out and said what he's supposed to say. And now he's going on tour in Vegas and, um, he's having a residency in Vegas and kind of just sweeping over it. So people just forget about it. The show must go on. Yeah. I think that's probably <laughs> the best way to handle it. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's not a pretty thing, but it could be a lot worse. And well, I think you know. one of the, the big things is like I think he can't get away with is that the fact that he um, they're having another baby and it's a boy. And he suggested to his wife, to Bahati, that she, that they use this the name, um, the specific name. I can't even remember what it was, but it was an, um, a random name that's not like a your average name um let's use it let's name our our son this and it turned out to be that that name is the same name as the girl that's mm -hmm. supposedly he was cheating with i and thought that he, i thought they found that the messages to her they found the messages to the influencer saying can i name my kid after you that was what it was oh really yeah uh, i don't know i didn't all these the texts and that was the thing too is that all the, the thing that was funny to me and I still like him and everything, but the thing that was funny to me is he admitted they were the inappropriate messages and they're the most gross, cheesy messages. I don't know if you saw some of them. No, but I didn't. Oh my God. They're just like, oh, that booty looks so juicy. I want to cook a steak on it. Like it was stuff <laughs> like that, like really dorky, gross stuff. Yeah. Like one of them like says like, like a bad word like it says like fuck you're hot like and that's the text like just like cheesy <laughs> stuff that you're like wait you write amazing songs and this is like <laughs> dork language like you're a high school 15 year old you know well let's see what he's asking acting like so yeah so <laughs> i don't know just just i mean who knows if he did cheat but like all the stuff about the texting is kind of cheesy yeah it doesn't match him it will what we think of him right but maybe he, he'll be he'll learn from it oh well, if not it'll happen again yeah it'll happen until he learns from it and yeah if his marriage lasts or not yeah right yeah which speaking of you know who's interesting in that in that um arena of getting married and divorced and dating and all that is madonna like she's always been really big on being ageless and not 
not looking. And I think she teaches her kids that too. Just don't even ever look at age. A person is just a person. And so that's a matter of opinion. That's her belief. Yeah. And so even though she's been married and has, you know, kids from a couple of different guys and has adopted four kids, she, her last boyfriend was 27 and now her new boyfriend is 23 and she's 64. Oh my gosh. And that's so you go I, girl, <laughs> I guess, but uh, I, I mean, you know what, to each their own, yeah. but I, but I was thinking about it going, Oh, I I'm like, I'm looking at like, you know, somebody that I know that's 22, a guy. And I'm like, I think of him almost like my daughter's friend. Like he seems like a kid to me and I would feel kind of gross and violating if I not, you know, if I was single, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it almost seems too close to my kid's age. Like it would make me feel weird. Yeah. Well, and she could be his grandmother. Well, her kids are older. Two of her kids are older than him. So yeah, two of her kids are like, one of her kids is 25 and one of them's like 27 and he's 23. So to me, that would bother me, but everyone's got a right to do whatever they want. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) you know, um, to each their own, you know, and it reminds me, I did a Madonna video. I was in a Madonna video when I was 19 back then I was doing all this acting stuff and which actually, you know, what's funny about that is I was only four years younger back then than the guy she's dating now. (laughs) My gosh. really funny if you think about it that's what we were saying you know what that's what we were saying we were watching to catch me if you can with leonardo dicaprio uh-huh. yeah and we were like noella's like he used to be much hotter then and and then she's like Gigi hadid is how old is she and she's going out with him you know and she's i think 27 or something and he's like 47 something like that or 48 and i'm like oh my gosh he was older in this movie than she is now and this movie was 20 years ago like so it was just funny but it's funny wait I have to interrupt Gigi Hadid she's not with Leo yeah she had a baby with the One Direction guy and they're together I thought no she's with um or am I thinking of Bella that might be Bella let's argue let's have I'm checking it's Gigi so I just got um a message from Skylar and she said it's Gigi but I thought Gigi Skylar who who was he who was Gigi who did she have a baby with he does have a kid yeah with Zane oh I guess they're not Not together no now she's with Leo oh my gosh yeah and oh you're way way like up to pop culture yeah Um, I'm not okay he, he is old enough to be her dad so anyway like yeah, like if all of a sudden Skylar was dating someone who was like 44, wouldn't she be kind of like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> he better have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, the Madonna, so okay. it was really exciting and it was cool Madonna video, but it was interesting because she, she, I, we love Leo too, Skylar. So Skylar, she made sure that we love him, but he yes. did hotter back in the day I I would say yes and she would agree I think yeah Noella Noella is like was in love with him and now she's like what happened to him I'm like stop he's not he's okay (laughs) but But, you know most men um that we see on screen you know they age really well like George mm -hmm. Clooney Brad Pitt um, 
Brad Pitt. Yeah, but no, Leo's not. He's not right. either. I'm sorry to say, either is Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, but Brad Pitt looks good. Rob Lowe. Rob um, Lowe, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's how much they take care of themselves. But yeah. so last part. Um, so Madonna was very, very businesslike, and the the producers and the people there were like, "Do not look at her. Do not talk to her." you know just do your part in the music video and so we got to observe her and like be try to be careful not to look at her like but you know just enough to see what was going on and she was so business like this was like 1993 but she was like cussing every other word and like you know we got to do this you know thing and getting really you know just almost very 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 type a Mm -hmm. um with kind of some extra assertiveness I guess that's Leo energy sometimes like lion energy because she's a Leo Mm -hmm. but that was my that was my experience in a Madonna video but I always still liked her after that like it wasn't like a terrible experience it was just different you know I had um I loved her and got to go to one of her concerts and on my way my aunt took me to the concert and on our way there she just bursted my bubble Uh, she said because I was young and, and mm-hmm. like junior high, I think. And she's like, you know, she doesn't sing all of her songs. It's like, she doesn't really have a good voice. So people have to like, she, she gets dubbed in the studio. That's not really her sound her or her voice on that, on that record. And I was so disappointed. <laughs> but is that true? I, I mean, don't I, know. I believed I her though. That- well, I think on some songs, but I watched, you know, I love watching that James Corden carpool karaoke. Yeah. And and she sang really good on there. Like oh, I, yes, she did. I remember watching it. That's a good test because it shows you if someone really, I love watching that. They're on YouTube. Like, yeah, yeah. those are good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so maybe, but all these years I, I believed it, but now <laughs> you just, you just told me what's, you know, that she, my aunt was not telling me the truth or embellishing. <laughs> yeah well all right well this has been fun yeah so would love to know what you think um everybody listening uh us doing something totally different and you know it was funny because my husband edwin mentioned that jimmy kimmel had given a comment to Howard Stern and they're very close. And he told Howard, you know, you, you have such a unique, innovative show that I always appreciate and love because one day you'll be interviewing someone really serious like Paul McCartney or Hillary Clinton. And the next day you'll have Will the Farter and it'll still be just as intriguing. So (laughs) we thought, okay, no big deal. If we do a silly pop culture episode and then go right next, next week's going to be, you know, something much deeper and serious. Yeah. Yeah. It will be. So Yes, we're oh, enjoyed. We're, we're jacks of all trades. And right. we hope, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.